Grace, mercy, and peace be to you from God our Father, through our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Amen. The shepherds, keeping their watch of their flock by night, were suddenly terrified because a heavenly being had just shown up. And this angel from the presence of God speaks to them. I bring you good news of great joy that will be for all the people. What a relief, right? Good news. As I was reading that passage this week, it reminded me of a song I had heard a number of years ago. I had only heard this song once, and it was in a different worship service. But for some reason, it stuck with me. And I went and looked it up this past week, and I I found online a YouTube video of the Detroit Mass Choir singing this song. The storm is passing over. The storm is passing over. The storm is passing over. Alleluia. That's a song of relief. The storm passing over means you see the end in sight. There are changes to present circumstances. This is a song of relief and a song of hope. In fact, those are, the actually, those are the only words in the entire song. But this video that I watched was at least seven minutes long, and as the video closed out, they were still singing, right? This persistent song of relief and hope. The angels show up to the shepherds and say, Do not be afraid. I bring you good news of great joy. Today in the city of David, a Savior has been born. He is Christ the Lord. This is a message of relief. Present circumstances are changing, and it is a message of hope that the burdens that we bear will soon come to an end. Now, I don't know about you, but when we think about the Christmas season, I normally don't associate this time of year with a sense of relief, right? We talk about Christmas being the season of joy, but we don't talk about it being a season of relief, And if anything, this time of year seems to be far more hectic, sometimes more wound up, maybe even more overwhelming than life somehow can already seem to be. And yet this is being proclaimed as a time of relief. I think if anything, the relief that we're often looking for is when all the events are finally done and you can feel like you can finally settle and breathe, it's finally over, right? We all need relief. We need relief not simply from the busyness of this time of year, but relief from so many other burdens upon us. This pandemic, for instance, that's been going on for almost two years, is a terrible burden, right? It is an awful weight that is upon us as individuals, as families, as communities, as humanity goes. It weighs on us, and it is a problem. Beyond that, there are people that struggle with the weight of financial debt, people that struggle with the burden of dealing with bills towards insurance companies or work that may have been sustainable but now may not be so sustainable with changes that are taking place. Others have the physical weight upon their bodies of illness and chronic pain. There is a burden upon people. And often at this time of year, I think it frequently either gets hidden or it gets exacerbated by this time of year. We need relief. We need relief from the burdens and the powers that do oppress us. 
The angel speaks to the shepherds good news, a message of relief. A Savior is born, and this is a message of relief and hope because it's a change in power, an announcement of a change in power. At the beginning of our reading this evening from Luke's account, Luke mentions Caesar Augustus. In the ancient world, in writings, this was how you situated something in history. You don't mention a calendar, date, or year. You mention who is ruling at the time, and that situates when people know that something took place. However, when Luke mentions Caesar Augustus, it also gets us to think about, as the reader, about Caesar Augustus's reign. When Caesar Augustus was ruler, he was hailed as Savior. He was given the title of Lord. And Caesar Augustus is also the one who brought about the Pax Romana, the Roman peace. And so when these angels declare to these shepherds that a Savior has been born, and he is the Lord, and there is peace upon those whom God favors, this announcement is being made when there is already one who is called Savior, Lord, and bringer of peace. But the peace that Caesar Augustus brings, it comes about through a power storm, right? a military threat, if you will. Peace through pacification. The military goes around, destroys, conquers, and brings comfort and relief to many, but at the expense of many. Caesar favors the powerful. Caesar favors the wealthy. And he does bring peace. But it is only for some at the expense of many who are despised or on the margins of society. But Caesar's power is coming to an end. That's what the angel's announcement is about. There is relief. There is a new Lord. And this is not simply empty talk from the angels to these shepherds. The entire situation around Jesus' birth drives at this reality that there is a new power at work in the world. Caesar, for instance, Caesar lives in a palace, right? Caesar is surrounded by wealth and power. He favors the wealthy and the powerful, but God declares that he favors the least and the poor. And we see this in Jesus because When he's born, he's born into this overcrowded town because of a census for the sake of the military. And he's laid in a feeding trough. Drastically different different than Caesar. Jesus favors the least. Caesar is announced as Lord and Savior from fanfare and to all sorts of officials. But Jesus is announced at his birth to shepherds. Now, we often romanticize shepherds these days. We have these pictures of, you know, shepherds, and it's kind of cute and cozy with a fire underneath the stars with their sheep. But in those days, people of status despised shepherds. They thought they were dirty. They thought they were dangerous. They thought they were less than them. But of all people in the world, the ones that get honored with the honor that no one else gets to hear the announcement of this birth first are shepherds. And it's these despised shepherds that God chooses to send out through the streets to announce to the people the birth of this Savior. Caesar's power is coming to an end. There is a change in power at work here. 
Everything about Jesus' birth stands in stark contrast to the power of Caesar. Caesar works peace for many at the expense of the marginalized and the despised. But Jesus shows up in God's favor, the one who favors the despised and the marginalized to bring peace and to lift burdens off of backs. A change of power is taking place. This announcement is an announcement of relief. These shepherds, they have a savior. One who is changing their present circumstances, right? They went from being despised to having one of the greatest honors in the world, being the first to hear about the birth of Christ. And this announcement from angels for these shepherds is not just about the present circumstances. It is also about hope for the future. They have a new Lord who is going to change things in the world as he favors the least. Christmas is about a change in power. It's about a change in power. Not simply that Caesar's power is passing over, but that all of that power in the world that is used to oppress or burden humanity, all of it is passing over. And we see this in Christ as he favors those who are so easily taken advantage of, favors those who are despised and neglected. And what does he do? He bears the weight. He bears the burden of sin all the way to the cross. He bears the weight of death, which crushes him down into death itself. But it's also important to remember that when Jesus is crucified and when he's buried, it's at the hand of Rome. It's at the hand of those that are in power in those days. And when Jesus rises from the dead, yes, he is victorious over death and triumphant for the sake of life. And yes, he is victorious with his forgiveness for all of our sins. But he's also showing that he has power over that storm that is at work in the world that uses those things to oppress and harm other people. The salvation of Jesus being our Lord is not just about a personal reality change for us. It is about a change in the reality of our social relationships as humanity. He reveals himself as a Lord who uses his power to serve, who reveals his power by bringing peace and care for those that are on the margins and those that are outcast and so easily stepped on. He shows his power by lifting up the burdened, right? For the burdened, there is relief. For the despised, there is hope. For the rejected, there is good news. And we have the privilege of being a part of that today. As Jesus reveals how he uses power, and we are now part of this new reign, this new kingdom today by his grace, he shapes how we are to use our power today. We do so like Christ. We favor the least. We favor the downtrodden and the marginalized. And we have the opportunity throughout our lives to lift our voices up in the song of those who are neglected. To lift our voice up with the announcement of good news. Do not be afraid. I bring you good news of great joy for all people. The storm is passing over. The Christ is born, the Savior, and he is the Lord. This is a message of relief still for us today. 
And it continues to be a message of hope that moves us to live according to his ways in this world as we anticipate his return. A new power is at work, and it is Christ the Lord. Merry Christmas to you all.